Welcome, everyone, to this week's edition of Agency Nation Radio, our podcast, hosted by yours truly, Marty Agather, and uh, my compatriot, co- uh, co-host, and the man about town, Ryan Hanley. Say howdy, Ryan. Howdy. Not so much about town, though, because I don't often get out of my basement. We were just talking about that, and yes, Ryan is sort of a little... Uh, He's been hermitized. He's uh, working like a madman. As usual, we've got about 14 billion things underway. And uh, in addition, uh, as many of you know, he's uh, recently a father for the second time. So he's got all sorts of parenting duties as well. So the basement, uh, the basement workshop has become uh, his uh, home away from home, in his home. Yeah, you know, this is also something that would probably surprise people about me, but um, I interacting with human beings live drains me i'm i like i'm like one of those class i'm like one of those uh slashies uh it sound like wayne's world it is very much like wayne's world if i give you guys the panorama of this thing right now it is like wayne's world and periscope uh people are saying it's like wayne's world so um that's actually the perfect analogy for what my basement is like it looks like a bomb went off down here because like half of it is the kids and then the other half is my like crazy brain concocting this studio. Um, so I, I am like one of those slashes where I'm I can be I can turn on extrovert and be like very much, you know, the guy at the party walking around shaking hands, meeting people. But that also at the same time completely drains the life out of me. And after that is done, like I have to recharge. And I, you know, we've done it at, at uh at conferences before you can go for two or three days but then when it's over it's like i need to pull all the way back in like i am just toasted you know it is funny you say that because i find my personality is very similar to that too um when when i am at a at a uh, a meeting a conference you know it is go 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 you're seeing old friends you're meeting new people you're talking about stuff you love um and you're having a little bit of extracurricular activity we don't have to talk a lot about that on the show but um, next time, next time we see any of you out in the real world, uh, let's grab a beverage of choice, shall we? Um, but same thing, man, I get, I get home and I just shut down. I don't want to know. I just, I, I need to recharge. Yep. I'm the exact same way. So, so what are we talking about today, dude? You so, started the show off. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is unique. This yeah. is unique. But so, so yesterday, um, you and I were talking and, I I asked the question and your response I said hold on hold on hold on this is a perfect topic for us to talk about in our next podcast so let's do it and I will interview you so today um our format's a little bit switched up but that's because I want to bring you you are listening public a a topic that um sort of pulls the covers back a little bit and, you know, it's very easy for uh, Ryan and me to profess our expertise, you know. Um, we're here, we're in the ivory tower, we get to experiment and, and play with all these cool toys. And, you know, it always works out, at least in, in radio land, that's the way it seems. Um, but the honest truth is, uh, we are experimenters just like you, our listeners. And, and, and I want to bring out a situation where our experiment didn't quite go as planned. Okay, so one of the things, obviously, that we're charged with doing um, at TrustedChoice.com is getting uh, traffic 
to our platform, insurance consumers, who can then find the independent channel and get placed with the the right agent that can has the, the capabilities to help them. So uh, in in sort of uh, in in service of that goal, we do a lot of different things. We try a bunch of stuff to try to get customers to trustedchoice.com. And one of the things that we put together recently uh, was a social media experiment called uh, the Choice Blog. And Ryan, why don't you describe uh, before we talk about how it how it tra- rolled out? Why don't you just talk about what Choice Blog was and um, sort of the concepts behind it? Yeah. So it wasn't just social media. It was really just it was a content strategy, and it's something that uh, any of you who have um, been in the content space for any period of time would probably be familiar with at least elements of it. The idea was that insurance is an incredibly boring topic. And though from a they ask you answer standpoint, uh, there's a lot to write about, a lot to create, um, and, and you can do some incredible work on from an intent-based marketing standpoint, uh, from a uh, I have a need for insurance, I can put content in front of people, There's it definitely lacks in emotional content, right? That interesting, enjoyable, um, inspiring content that makes you think, "Wow, I really love what these guys are talking about." That's or, or that you're, or that you're gonna that you're gonna invest significant time as a consumer of that content during downtime, yes. right? If you've got a problem, you're you're all over it. But it's not like something you're doing if there's anything else in your life going on. Exactly, and for that reason, we were doing a lot of brainstorming in late 2014, early 2015 about. How can we create a vein of content that uh, is more interesting and, and touches on people's actual interests, but still draws them back into uh, into what we do for a living, which is uh, connect insurance consumers with the right insurance agent? And um, so we came up with this idea of you know, so the name of the company is Trusted Choice, and we came up with the idea of well, what if we became the experts? on the idea of choice, of how to make a choice, and then we could connect the fact that we help insurance consumers choose the right agent. You know, we could say, well, if you're really good at choosing a John, you know, the right lawn tractor, well, then you could, you know, make the right, uh, you could help, you know, you're probably the right company to help me choose the right insurance agent because that's what you do. And even in just saying that to you, I chuckle a little bit because... And we'll get into this a little deeper. Um, what we realized to kind of pull the lead up to the beginning, um, to not bury the lead, is that's a stretch. <laughs> it's a big stretch, and uh, it caused a lot of problems. So, well, to use a golf analogy, there's a lot of green between the ball and the hole for that, right? For that specific uh, task. So, all right. So, so we set this concept up. We created the choice blog. We started creating content. And literally, um, like Ryan said, uh, lawn tractor or washing machine. Okay, so the whole idea was we are going to have content that helps people make decisions in those everyday buying circumstances in their lives. Okay, so uh, this is where I think this, this story gets a little interesting. So uh, this was not um, without an investment in time and money. And then when we turned around and took a look at it, performance was, I think I'm being charitable if I say ugly. So um, 
give us a little bit of idea of some of the some of the um, the things you did to begin to create this content and create the platform. When you have a platform like TrustedChoice.com, which already has 3,500 pages on it, uh, a functioning blog, which has been in existence for almost two years, uh, tons of uh, landing pages and local pages. And I mean, it's a, TrustedChoice.com is a very robust website, and um, which is why it commands a lot of the authority that it does. So adding a whole new element is not just like, oh, I'm gonna create a few new blog posts. It doesn't work like that, right? And if we were to fit these posts into are kind of I'm just you know I'm I'm just using the kind of they ask you answer terminology um, uh, from Marcus Sheridan because it fits and it's easy um, you know it would seem disjointed at least that's what we thought right so so again I'm gonna say things to you that like hindsight 2020 seems silly and I now can acknowledge were jumps or leaps you know uh, uh, what's that terminology when like uh, you're making a leap that isn't there right like like. At the time, this thought naturally led to this thought, but when you go back and look at it, you're like, there's really no connection there. So, um, so yeah, so there was a lot of effort. We had dev time, and uh, we are on an, an encumbered platform. Uh, we're not on something quick and easy like WordPress. It takes time in dev work to create a new template, and that took time, a leap of faith. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, just about everything we did here was a leap yeah. of faith. So, um, uh so that took time, and then we had to hire a new set of writers because if you want to ramp this up, we couldn't just lean on our internal team. Um, you know, we're talking, we're not talking about adding 10 new visitors to the site. I mean, in order to do something, we need to have thousands of visitors uh, for it to be a worthwhile endeavor. So we're ramping up and we're paying people to write articles for us, which, by the way, there is absolutely nothing wrong with outsourcing. So sometimes I get pushback on, well, you guys didn't write it yourself. Who cares? What matters is the quality of the content. And we always ran it past people, uh, internalized and insurance professionalized to make sure that the content was well written and, and was accurate. So um, the quality of the content was very good. But it just, there was a significant buildup, much more than we had originally expected. So we started this initiative, and I, I'm going to get some of the dates will be screwy. Late December, early January, it was probably decided in. December, and then you have that that lull for the holidays, and then uh, in January it really got kicked up into gear. We didn't actually roll it out until I think March or April, and then sounds about right. Yeah, and then we had our our key person, um, our internet marketing manager, uh, Nissa Leader, who is absolutely incredible. She was on maternity leave, so now our lead person on this project wasn't there, and it's just it was like this mashup of kind of. A, a bad idea. I want to say a bad idea. This is, I'm going to pump the brakes just a little bit. The reason this didn't work is because um, there were some execution issues, which I'll take 100% of the blame for. I'm the, you know, it's my department, and it wasn't executed on as well as it could have been from both a timeline standpoint, a resources standpoint, and just a pure GID get it done standpoint. It wasn't executed on. Um, I kind of had my head in two spaces. We had just launched. Uh, agency nation our industry facing platform and much of my attention was there and um and this did not get the attention it deserved and, so and, and without you know throwing too many stones yesterday you very bluntly told me that maybe maybe the person that we had tasked this with wasn't the the right person yeah and and unfortunately that person isn't with us anymore um not just for this but uh but yeah it just it was a whole 
cock up, messed up thing that didn't work. All yeah. of that, in my opinion, is completely, I don't want to use the word okay, because obviously you always want results, but I like that we took on, we didn't, we had the uh, intestinal fortitude to take on a big project. I liked that, right? It's, it's, it, to me, sometimes you have to roll the dice. And, and in our industry, right, we have the opportunity that TrustedChoice.com has, and anyone who's watching this has, is that your peers are scared of risk. They're scared of making the big play to get the big opportunity. They would rather chug along and play in the safe zone and take the safe money and just kind of keep the status quo. That is their prerogative. I'm not knocking it, but what that mentality does, and that is the vast majority on both the carrier and the agency side, the vast majority of people have that mindset. So what it does status, is it, status, quo. status quo, right? Just let's do what's always been done. It'll continue to work. And what that does is open up opportunity for people who are willing to take a chance, which we did. Now, here's the mistake. So none of that is a mistake. No, no, hang on. Before, before we get to that, I want, you, I want to talk a little bit more about some of, some of the infrastructure that we put in place because that's ultimately what gave us the ability to judge success, right? So let's talk a little bit about analytics and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, yeah, we had Google Analytics on it and we were tracking. I mean, that, that's that's pretty standard stuff. I mean, for anyone who's listening to this, if you don't have Google Analytics at a minimum on your site, then you, you don't really care about your success online. I mean, that's pretty standard. I mean, that's- right. but, but the fact of the matter is, and any of these initiatives that you're going to go, you know, you're spin up, you need to make sure that you've got the analytics in place that you can begin to tell whether what you're doing is working. Oh, right. yeah. Otherwise, you're making, look, analytics are a necessary part of doing, first of all, running any business from, from that standpoint, regardless of it's online or not. But if you're doing anything in the, in the online space, tracking, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's not difficult. I mean, even basic tracking is incredibly easy to implement and you need to do this because otherwise you're making uneducated decisions, right? You do something, you monitor, you test, you try something else and you keep iterating, iterating, iterating. I mean, just think about, uh, so for anyone who's on this, this uh, live, the live Periscope, I did one two days ago where I talked about the opportunity that exists in Facebook lead ads and how... I see the opportunity. I don't yet have it completely dialed in, but that right now you can generate new leads to your business as inexpensively as I think they will ever be available. But the way that you get there is test, 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 test. You don't just run an ad and say, okay, it's $5 a lead. No, try a different image. Try 10 different images. Try different messaging. Try different calls to action. Uh, try targeting different audiences. I mean, this is an ongoing thing. And this is how we operate at trustedchoice.com. I mean, no one knows a solution, right? There is no, like, this is the way that you do it, and it's the only way that it's done. That is never, ever the case. And just, and I'm, I'm, I'm on a rant right now, but, like, this is, here's the ultimate bullshit meter for you. If someone stands in front of you, regardless of what, what, what capacity they're in, if they're talking about, anything that has to do with digital marketing, and they say, this is how you do it, absolutely, there's no other way, run for the hills. Turn around and run. Because they're either they're either a complete and total scammer or they're so new to the business that they haven't they realized that things change. Or they're just trying to sell you something and they don't yeah. really care. Because that's, that's right. just not the case. There's 
there are basic best practices and foundational principles of content marketing on which everything that I do is built, right? So there are foundational concepts. And then what we have to do as marketers and as people who care about the success of our business, even if we're not the actual marketers in the business, is we then take our unique situation. I'm in a local, single location, independent insurance agency in the Midwest on the main street. Well, the things that you do are gonna be a little different than uh, an e-agency located in Austin, Texas, who just started up and is looking to capture a regional market in the entrepreneur space, right? Like two independent insurance agencies, completely different methodology built on the same foundational principles. So um, that's a I little, think, that's, I went a little off. So pull us back no, on track. I, that's but, fine. Um, so, I mean, I think it's safe to wrap that whole section up by saying the internet is the biggest vacuum cleaner ever invented to suck money out of your wallet if you let it. Yeah, if right? you let it. Yeah, if you let it. Yeah. Here's, here's the last thing I'll say, dude. This, this choice thing, this is not the last thing I'll say. This is the last thing I'll say on this topic. This choice community, the, the theory behind it is 100% sound. And, you know, I'm sure we'll get into a little more why it didn't work. But, like, the theory behind the choice community was 100% sound. And this is why we place nickel bets. But the mistake was letting it go as long as we did. That was the mistake in this whole thing. Not doing it. Yeah. Doing it was not the mistake. Because it could have worked. And, you know, we'd be making it rain right now. But... The mistake was not in trying this. The mistake was in letting it play out for as long as we did. So I think I think one of the reasons that maybe we got stuck in that um, too too early to make a decision, right? Because that's sort of the evaluation we kept getting to was because we were we had cast too wide a net. So talk a little bit about you know how the original vision started to, to be this, you know, arbiter of good buying decisions versus how if we had narrowed that down a little bit, maybe we would have had more impact. Yeah, we went really, really wide. And we started with six categories. It was like life. And you know, so it was all about things that had to do with your personal life. And then it was, there was parenting or something. Oh, no, there was... Uh, uh, yeah, no, there's parenting and there was sports and business. I mean, it was all these super high level categories. So if you came there, you'd be like, what am I supposed to do? Right. And again, and the content was good. The idea was very sound, but um, we missed on going way too broad. Uh, we should have picked just one of those categories and worked inside that space. So if we were going parenting with the idea of we can help you make great choices as a parent in terms of the products you use and, and how you do things, then we can help you uh, with your insurance when that time is there, help you make that choice as well. Like if we dialed into that, uh, that may have worked, but we went so broad, so fast that we couldn't backfill with content and promotion to make it seem like there was an actual community there. And again, the idea is that if you come to, a, you go to the party, right? So you go to the party and you're 15 minutes late to the party, you know, to be fashionably late and you walk in and you look around, and there's like three people there. What do you do? You 180 <laughs> degrees. You know, what I, mean? like, I don't want to be part of the, you know what I mean? Like I got here because I wanted to read 200 people here when I walked in this room, not three. And, um, and that's kind of what was happening is there just was no, we went too big, too fast, and there wasn't enough momentum there. If we had done that same type of energy into one of the six categories and then expanded over time. So 
we could, if we had built out, I'm just using this as an example, built out the parenting category. And then once we started to get, you know, started to build up some authority as, hey, we can really help parents, then we could move into maybe like uh, the home, you know, uh, home, home maintenance or home decor, or, you know what I mean? And then start to build additional categories off of that one. I think, I think we could have been successful, but again, we, we, we over-invested too quickly and uh, just spread ourselves way too thin. Yeah, I think what you're talking about is critical mass, right? And and we talk about this um, with agencies when we're just talking about, you know, your overall marketing efforts, right? It, too many agencies for too long say, we're generalists, we can do any kind of insurance. Whereas what they really should be thinking about is, yeah, I've got access to all that stuff, but I'm going to focus and target my stuff on a niche in order to create some expertise to get a critical mass of customers who are all doing the same thing, which then allows you to be more efficient inside your office because your staff knows how to write the business. Your underwriters know you're going to bring them good business. So you create relationships, right? So all of that stuff. So rolls right back. Okay. So now uh, we've, we've got content out there. We're, we're not sure that we're there Talk to me a little bit about what the reports are saying and how are we starting to go, you know, maybe we need to rethink this a little bit. Maybe we bit off more than we can chew. Yeah. So I'm going to just take it back one more step because there's there was a, a just a series of, of errors here and so many good lessons learned. And I can't wait to talk about how we have moved forward with this. <laughs> this is why I love doing these shows on Periscope, Marty. So uh, we just got to comment. A niche has Marty been talking to your wife? Uh, <laughs> so good. That's a little inside baseball. If you watch the show on a regular basis or listen to the show, um, I appreciate that comment so much. <laughs> and truth is, yes, I do talk to his wife on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, Marty's talking to me on the phone when she comes home for dinner, and then she kind of mixes into the conversation before I hang up for the day. Exactly. So, um, so, so, he, okay. So let's we'll take this a little further. So we get in, um, Nissa comes back, she, she kind of takes back over, and uh, we start to get the content strategy straightened out, and, and we got a regular process going. And, and, uh, and um, the volume and, and, yeah, the, and the volume the publication and is going up. Yeah. Starting to get some traffic, and we're saying, okay, you know, we had a, we, this wasn't happening as fast as we wanted to, but obviously we still believe in the strategy. We believed in it in January. There's no reason we wouldn't believe in it in May. Let's keep pushing. You know, we just have to hit that escape velocity and then we'll be all good in the hood. And and so, there's, but in there, there were some other mistakes made. So one of them was uh, what we what we realized really quickly is that though we weren't yet aware of how far that leap was from we help you make choice to find a trusted choice agent, you know, we hadn't quite rationalized that all the way. We knew that there was a leap and we knew that people who were coming into those pages we're not converting into referrals at the same rate as the traffic that would hit our insurance pages, which in general makes sense. Uh, we knew it would be a little longer, but it was the difference was much bigger than we had thought or or had hoped. So the so the so, so the sort of um, the the co-branding between choice and choice for insurance that chasm was a little bit too deep, yeah, and wide for our customers to make this. The, the good connect, the quick connection. Hey, 
I'm getting good advice here. Oh, I got an insurance question. They didn't connect those two think factors together. Yeah. So looking back, so one of the things that we didn't do, so, so what I would give the advice that I would give people is in that situation, what we should have done is uh, built a lead magnet. And this is advice. Again, this is like the cobbler's shoes, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm walking around with shoes with holes in them and all my clients have shoes that are, are pristine. What we should have done and what the advice I would have given any uh, any consulting client that I may have had would be build a lead magnet, start capturing email leads from people who are obviously interested, and then use drip marketing over time to to bridge that gap and pull people back into the brands. Like start getting them to go to some of the insurance articles that are relevant based on the category they came in. And we just never did that. Like. Um, it always seemed like there was another thing that had to be done. There was another kind of fire going on that we had to put out. And um, this is at the same time we're doing our very first town hall meeting at uh, the Big Eye Ledge Conference. So that would take up a couple weeks getting ready for that. And, you know, it was all these other things and we're getting Agency Nation going. It's like, and, and these all sound like excuses. They're not. Again, I take full 100% blame for, for everything that went wrong with this, with this uh, uh, campaign. But, you know, these are just the things that were going on. So we never ended up doing that. So what was happening is we were driving traffic. Uh, people were hitting the brand and seeing the brand, which was nice. We were getting good brand exposure, but we were not getting, uh, we just weren't getting the referrals that we thought should be there. And again, this is another instance where if I had been a consultant instead of in it, you know, like in it and had it been my brainchild, I would have just, I would have eat, I would have picked up on this and said, guys, this is a bridge too far. Um, we need to dial this back. We need to recalibrate this. But what it, what do you do when it's your baby, right? Yeah. You double down. That's so, right. Good money after bad, baby. right? So we started doing all kinds of different social promotions and stuff like that. And I'm going to get to the good part of all this because we learned so much. And I want to get to that. But uh, I just want to finish. I want to finish the negative. So so here's the, here's the end on the negative. We then pushed into social promotion to figure out more and more ways of driving people in, being more targeted. Um, we had some really great social campaigns. Um, we figured out how to use things like quizzes. We figured out how to use different uh, like Facebook ads, Facebook lead ads, all kinds of really cool stuff. And we continued to boost traffic and, and we're getting great brand exposure, getting lots of repeat visits. Our, our repeat visit numbers started to go up, which is great, right? Because a site like ours, um, choosing an insurance provider is a big decision. And we know that people have to come back to the site a couple times before they're willing to make a decision. So so there were there were numbers that were going up, but um, the number that wasn't going up and should have been, and again, this is why I always preach the only thing that matters is the cash register, right? At the end of the day, the cash register has to ring. And for us, that is human being insurance consumers contacting human being independent insurance agents. They want to talk to an agent. That call them, is- Send them an email. Yeah, for us, for our business, that's the cash register ringing. So- that number was not moving in lockstep with our effort, and um, I should have, you know, kind of wrapping this whole thing up. Uh, I allowed myself to get too deep into the project. I didn't, I didn't um, follow my own advice, which is, uh, you know, kind of test, you know, review, iterate, test, review, iterate, test, review, iterate. I didn't do that, right? I let these things go out, and indicators that I should have picked up on, I didn't, um, for a bunch of different reasons. And uh, ultimately, I want to say in August or September of this year. Last year, 2015. Oh, last year. Sorry, 2015. Yeah. We, um, 
we kind of packed it in on on choice. So that is setting the stage for all the bad. And again, this is just a guy. So I want to put this in context because I don't want everyone listening to be like, oh, my God, these guys like what the hell are they doing over there? This is one campaign. An experiment of, of many. Of of many, right? Now, this was a big one. So we I, I'm not going to say that. This wasn't a big one. But this is one of a dozen different things that we are testing and trying and, and trying to figure out. So this wasn't, you know, at the same time, we're testing targeted PPC ads and targeted Facebook ads. And we're doing um, blog, uh, guest outreach blog promotions and backlink building. I mean, we're doing, we constantly have anywhere between a half dozen and a dozen uh, campaigns, I'm going to use that word, campaigns um, running to drive new people in. And, and what we do, uh, just so people understand the whole idea of nickel bets, which which we, we use that term a lot, is so we constantly have all these nickel bets out there. And what we're doing is, is this one paying off? Yes. Okay, put this one, uh, put this one over here, and now let's figure out how to really amp that one up. Okay, is this one working? Yes, it's working. Okay, okay, we're not going to amp this one up, but we're going to keep this one. Is this one working? No, this one isn't working. Okay, trash it. Now, do we bring it back in a different form, or do we trash it all together? And this is constantly what we're doing. And at the front end, I have um, my team, Nissa, Hannah, Sydney Rowe. They're just pushing new ideas in, and then they kind of like come down this conveyor belt, and then at the then we all get back at the other end, and we're kind of like, okay, keep this one, throw this one out. Keep this one, throw this one out. Put this one back in. Let's test that again. And um, and that's kind of, I guess, if you wanted to create a visual, um, though we don't do nothing, none of our jobs involve conveyor belts. Uh, uh, that's what we're doing on a day to day basis. Sure. So if if I was going to ask you at the highest levels, you know, I've heard a couple of lessons learned, but but sort of, uh, why don't you encapsulate those for the for the audience? Yeah. So we we dropped the choice blog uh, as an initiative. Finally, um, like I said, after eight or nine months, we, we let it go way too far. Uh, and, and, and what we had seen, what we saw was plateaued organic search. Now, it was still going up, but it wasn't going up as fast as I believed it should, right? So based on my experience, um, I've been doing this for a long time in the insurance space, it sh our organic search should have been going up faster and we should have been getting better results. Um, at least that was my opinion. So we canned it. We went back to the drawing board and we said, what do we do wrong? All right, let's evaluate this. Bridge too far on these topics. You know, helping people choose lawn tractors is of no value, really. I think it's a great idea. If we were crushing it in every other aspect, would I think, would I reevaluate some version of choice community? Yes, but um, it would definitely be a much more strategic version. And again, that's more like a that's more like a PhD level thing, right? Like that's like we've already done our bachelor's degree and we got our MBA and we're, we're you know, now we're looking for that really crazy stuff to, to bring in. We're not there yet. And so, so we've tabled that idea. So what we've done, go back to our roots. They ask you answer. We, uh, and when I say they ask you answer, I'm assuming everyone knows what that means, but if they don't, basically consumers ask questions all the time. We answer them and provide a solution, and that's how we get matched up in uh, in Google. That's a very high level glossing, but that's the that's the idea. Yeah. Um, so we've gone back to that, and we've gone back to local. So now we're 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 saying, okay, we're going to dive into specific communities and own really high quality real estate in search results in local communities throughout the United States. It's going to take time, but that's what we're going to do. Um, we're strategically doing this based on partnering with certain state associations within the big eye. 
and uh, and I appreciate if any of them are watching this, uh, becoming our partner and our client. It's actually been incredible to work with them, and um, and they've been great and asked amazing questions, and 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 the program is actually working incredibly well. Um, which uh, anyone who goes to the Ledge Conference will hear about in uh, in April. So uh, we focused on local, we focused on geo, uh, and we focused on gone back to our roots. They ask you answer, and then we are strategically dripping out. And again, this is way dialed back, but strategically dripping out non-they-ask-you-answer articles. So these are more thought leadership articles only in the finance space. So these are more things that have to do with mortgages, which obviously is a really, a really small jump to home insurance. You know, uh, finance-related questions that come back to life insurance. You know, things that are really close. So I like to think of... I have a lot of visual analogies. I'm a very visual guy. So I like to think of your content strategy as like a solar system, right? And at the center is the sun and the core of your content. They ask you answer should be the core of your content, right? These are the solutions that you provide to people. You're answering the most frequently asked questions and you're doing it in a very authoritative way. That's the core. Then you have the planets, which are uh, your main topics. So for us, that might be uh, diving a little deeper into life insurance or home insurance or business insurance. And then you have, um, and the more planets that you add, the denser your solar system gets. And then you have you know, asteroids and all these other debris that fill up in between. And what you want is for that is to be as tightly packed to that core as you can. And the denser and denser you can make that solar system, the more uh, power and authority it has. And obviously in the real world, that would eventually become a black hole. Um, and you know, it closes in on itself, but that's really what you want. Like you want to not be able to see through your content. There aren't any holes or any places where you could shoot right through and you don't have any content to solve that problem. And, um, our space is the finance space. It's the insurance industry. We've dialed into that. And, uh, and I got to tell you, the results have been phenomenal, phenomenal. And, uh, and this is why we do this, right? Um, this is why I said at the beginning, no one knows all the answers. And you only uh, the black hole of contents is Tracy Cotton. Yeah. Um, so uh, Tracy Cotton, great follow on Snapchat, by the way, at Intswise Tracy on Snapchat. Great follow. Uh, so it, uh, you know, these are the things that I, I, what I hope people get out of this, Marty, and and why, why I thought this was a great idea when you threw this out there was we have to test things. We have to be willing to make mistakes and fail, right? Like we could just be doing the same old stuff and we would never have known that that is a bridge too far. We've never taken that chance. Now, granted, you could have said, Ryan, well, if you had been done doing this the whole time, well, we are significantly better today because now we're capturing emails. We are awesome at Facebook advertising. We have Google PPC dialed in, right? Like we have all these things that we learned how to do through choice that we now are applying to the to our new content strategy that just i mean we're a freaking machine right now i mean yeah. i and and a lot so much of it i give to my team like i, I i'm like the most hands off manager ever like they are the ones that are driving this thing and um it's just a pleasure to watch cuz they have they have, they i always think of it as like a like a nuclear i you know you see those like 1970s movies with like the panel for a nuclear power plant and there's like all these like dials and levers and stuff. And like that's it's like three little scientists like tweak here, turn this one back. Okay, now turn this one on more. Now yank this dial. 
and um, and they got us cooking. It's it's pretty fun to watch. Yeah, I, I think um, you know your your analogy. Although I'm not really sure where the hell it came from of the solar system was pretty good. I I might have gone I might have gone that collapses into a sun rather than a black hole, but you know whatever. Um, but the one thing I think on the wrap up that you kind of missed that I want to make sure we call out is um, you you said. You know, maybe you were overly prideful because it was your great idea. And because of that, it took a little bit too long to cut the losses. And I think that that's one of the things that we should emphasize is that if you've got this mentality that not everyone's going to be a success and that just because it wasn't a success doesn't mean that it was a failure. Right? Because what you just heard Ryan say was we learned all of this other ancillary stuff that came out of this experiment. So while, yes, in one dimension, choice blog didn't work. There's no question it didn't. But the flip side is we now have got all these other techniques that we're applying elsewhere in our business. And we've come up with an, a concept on how we've modified that, modified that, scaled it back, narrowed it down just to the financial side, and now we're retrying that with a, a different uh, sort of stance and um, position on it. Yeah, so I'm going to leave, uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of wrap this all up into two, two of my favorite catchphrases. Uh, the first comes from my 1990s gangster rap roots, and uh, that's scared money doesn't make money or, or don't make money, right? It's, uh, it's probably, actually, I think that's like 50s gangsters talk. But, um... I think that that's a hundred, hundred percent the thing here, right? Like, uh, actually, I was just listening to a podcast today. Gary Vayner, actually, audiobook. Gary Vaynerchuk's new book, Ask Gary V, is incredible. Anyone who owns a business or has any desire to own a business or, or, or just likes business in general, this is like a must listen. This isn't like, oh, you should listen if you have time. This is like, you should buy it. When this is over, Go buy this book and start listening to it immediately. And don't do any of your work the rest of the day. Just listen to this book. It will change your viewpoint. And what he said is, the, when I, he, this is what he said. When I look at businesses that are, that are stale, stagnant, or failing, it's because they're not willing to take one step back to take three steps forward. And what he meant by that is, if you're not willing, and I think this is an enormous issue in our industry, Marty, you know, uh, we have people say all the time, I can't afford 50 bucks a month for trustedchoice.com. Can't afford 50 bucks a month. This is insurance, insurance principle making, uh, you know, six figures easily. Um, and what they're saying is I'm not willing, I'm making 200K and I'm not willing to make 199K to, to grow my business two years from now so that I can make 250K. I'm going to be okay making 200K. And that's their decision. But what bothers me, and this goes to my second catchphrase, which is if you're feeling froggy, you got to jump. Um, if you actually want to grow, you have to, there is work involved, right? Like it's almost like we've forgotten that growth takes work, but we'll stand it. We'll be at our association meetings and go, we want to grow. We need to grow. And then when we're like, here's how you grow. Like, nah, 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 nah. I don't really want to do that though. I mean, I want to grow and I want it to be easy and cheap. And it's like, that's not reality. And I'm not knocking, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying that it costs money, time, effort. It costs brain power. It costs tough conversations to, to, to get choice going. And it didn't and, work. 
And honestly, maybe a little bit of ridicule after the fact. Ridicule. Right? You know, I you know, I you know, I lost some political capital, right? Because it's 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 the thing. I'm making the I'm making the I'm making the choice here. And I, I think it's a great comment we just had. Uh, you know, you gotta choose between growth on the golf course or growth <laughs> in your business. And that's really the case. And there is no right or wrong. You just have to make that choice. You can't be on the golf course three days a week and then complain that your business isn't growing, right? You either have to grow your business or get better at golf. And you, it's really tough to do both, especially if you feel the need to be involved in your business. So it, there's, there's a lot of tough decisions that have to be made. Insurance is the original lifestyle business. I get that everyone got involved in this so that they could, you know, golf three, four times a week. And I'm completely cool with that. I just, just don't tell me that you're interested in growth. Just don't, you know, don't complain that like, oh, we're losing market share or how come, um, you know, how come we never see trustedchoice.com commercials on TV? And it's like, really? That, that gets us to uh, a future podcast wherein Ryan, at least one, where we're going to ex explore all of the things that the industry says, says that they want but that they aren't willing to pay for, right? So, all right. So yeah, I'll I don't want to go negative here because obviously, I mean, we work for trustedchoice.com. Like, w this job is too much work. It's too stressful. It's too difficult of a job for the amount of money we make if we didn't love the industry. So I love the independent insurance industry. My wife owns an independent insurance agency. So I'm invested in the success of our industry. I just... I, you know, I said this in a video, I said this in an article I wrote this week, you know, about how we've basically ignored millennials for a decade. And now we're like, how do we start marketing to millennials? It's like, hey, it might be too late, you know, if you're not willing to put in the work, like, you know, and we, we had that debate, so we don't have to go there again. I just, um, I guess my point is, you know, it, there is, there is a path. There are things that you can do, um, you know, follow Agency Nation. You can email me, email Marty, talk to other people in the industry. It's not just us, right? There's tons of people who are really smart that are helping people do this. But understand that you're going to have to make a choice at some point. This, the hardest part about digital marketing is it makes, it forces you to make a philosophical choice between sitting back and doing what you've always done and living comfortably and putting in work and growing your business. That is a philosophical choice you have to make. Not right or wrong, you have to make it. But you can't be one foot in and one foot in the other. Right? You can't be half in the I want to golf three times a week and half in I want to grow my business because neither one is going to happen. You're going to stink at golf and your business isn't going to grow. So uh, you got to make that choice. I, uh, and you know, if anyone has any more questions about choice and what we did, um, what we're doing at trustchoice.com now, I mean, I, I couldn't be more bullish on, on what we've been doing. Uh, you know, we're, we went from seeing organic growth like kind of just a little up like this to now it's like this, or maybe more like that. And I know in another six months or so, you're going to start to see it like this because the cool thing about uh, really having a strong, solid base in SEO and content marketing is that you're not, you're not recreating every time. You're building on top of what you did before over and over and over again. And, um, you know, and, it's, and then... It's the process of a slow, smooth acceleration yeah. pretty soon, right? So... Yeah. All right, so I think it's time for us to roll this thing up, I think tie it so up with too. a bow. I think we're done. Yeah. Um, I want to thank my uh, guest, Ryan Hanley. He did a great job working with us today. Um, I, I want to stress most importantly that um, 
while sometimes it may seem like we've got all the answers and we've worked everything out, uh, we have our fair share of, uh, geez, wish we might have done that a little different. And today was an opportunity for you to hear, sort of see the other side of that. Um, so if you are uh, liking what you see, tap the screen. If you're uh, on Periscope right now, if you're listening, uh, we'd love to have you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. So get out there so you don't miss another uh, episode coming up of Agency Nation. And with that, I think Ryan and I are out of here. <laughs>